Sign fuck. Listen, I was You've eating interrupted pasta. the pasta eating for the last time, Goku. No, I get fucking nothing for that, you fucking asshole. We don't talk about anime on this podcast. Did I tell you about the time that Wes Anderson, like, binge watched Evangelion? <laughs> no. You're... Can you imagine watching Evangelion with Wes Anderson? What, what do you mean? You're like, oh, this, yeah, like, I feel like you phrase it as if you were, like, watching. Well, I was like, <laughs> you know, in yeah, the room or something. Wes Anderson, you're like, no, oh, I told you about no, the time. he tweeted was... about it. It wasn't <laughs> like a fucking. <laughs> He's trying to take credit for showing it fucking Wes Anderson. Yeah, day. me and my friend Wes Anderson <laughs> and we're watching Evangelion together. If I was fr- friends with Wes Anderson, oh, my God. <laughs> me and my special friend uh, Wes Anderson were watching <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion of personal recommendation i gave him <laughs> just i just but like he tweeted about it and it was just like he tweeted it like it was some sort of religious experience and it's just like it okay good, chill bud wow <laughs> first of all you're disrespecting what an important show neon genesis evangelion is you know like with with all the fucking of all the series where somebody jerks off to someone who's comatose it's up there <laughs> That's not even in the series. Would you look at this guy? He doesn't yeah. understand. It's okay. an end of Evangelion. That's the okay. movie. Um, you and you don't consider the tie-in movie part of the series? No, I consider it the tie-in movie. <laughs> what kind of question is I that? I can't take you seriously, Harper. I, I love you, but I can't. <laughs> That's because you're drunk. You're always drunk. I'm not always <laughs> drunk. I'm just drunk today. Yeah, I fucking I fucked up my entire right arm last night. Wow. Yeah, you said you were like before the recording. You're like just a heads up. I've been having a couple of drinks, and also I am uh, covered in braces. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I didn't know if you meant like your teeth at first. Like, did you have teeth braces? Oh, looks like he fell. Yeah, he spilled his drink. That sloppy, sloppy <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Just constantly, he's like, oh, my shirt, my my pristine white shirt that I bought from Walmart is covered in beer. My it's pristine top. white Walmart polo. <laughs> yeah, my polo. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! I, I, my, my soundboard uh, fell out of my computer. Uh, Your fuck. sound card. My my uh what do you want to call it? Uh you have a sound my, my Scarlet O2 fucking audio leveler fell out oh. of uh my my computer. Uh sorry, where were we? Oh, you were saying you were drunk and in multiple stitches and braces and casts. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a wrist uh uh brace and an elbow sleeve because uh i pinched a nerve last night uh taking my groceries home well taking my groceries home and also falling down but that's that's <laughs> neither here nor there what do you mean you t- took your groceries home and now you have a brace and yeah, then you yeah. fell and then in a separate because I, I i pinched a nerve behind my elbow and so when i got home and finally be- put my groceries down i found that my ring finger my pinky and my middle finger were all numb yeah, it wasn't great. That's too bad. Well, yeah, there's... It, was, it was unfortunate. Suppose and, that's some sort of cosmic vengeance for the moral and, relativism you dumped on me Saturday. And so today, all I've really done is take ibuprofen, drink, and feel sorry for myself. I don't think you're supposed to do those things so close together. 
I don't think you're supposed to drink and take ibuprofen. What? What are you talking about? The thing that affects my liver is also a thing that also affects my liver? Yeah, it's quite the double whammy. So you're saying the thing that may or may not liquefy or cure my liver is making me unhealthy? I was listening to the Cold Cuts podcast. Yeah, this is sort of related, but they were just like sitting back and forth going like, so you're telling me? That this is my little pony. He's <laughs> <laughs> my big fat Greek wedding. It's awesome. I love that so much. Yeah, that <laughs> you you know, there's a there's a third my big fat Greek wedding coming out. No, <laughs> no, they can't be doing is the original that shit. Cat still alive? Yes. Well, yeah, they're still yeah. They're, they're most of them are still alive. Most of Jesus, them. Jesus, it seems like they shouldn't. No, be. I mean, for fuck's sake, who is the guy still okay, alive? Okay, when was the last my big fat Greek wedding? When did that come out? Last time one of your relatives got married. Ooh, I'm not Greek. <laughs> my big fat Greek wedding two came out in 2016. Really, that recently? I didn't even hear about that. That's crazy. Lani Kazan is one of the older people, and she's 83. Is she in My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3? Probably not, if she's 83. I don't. That's the worst bit about My Big Fat Greek Wedding, is that I, had, I know none of the actors. <laughs> yeah. I know not a single one of them. You don't know who John Corbett is? You don't know Greg Stephalopoulos? No, Michael Constantine or Gia Carides? Right, well, you should. You know. don't know who. You don't know who Joey Fatone is. No, you know you don't know who cousin Angelo is Joey Fatone. No, oh, I, right, I think right, the only right, reason right, any right, of yeah. us know about those movies is because it's produced by Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so listen, you didn't watch, you know, you didn't watch My Big Fat Greek Life, the sitcom spinoff of the, the No, movie? I only watched the porn parody, which was My Big Fat Greek Pussy. I thought it was My Big <laughs> <laughs> It should have been My Big Fat Greek Ass or something like that. Hey, you know, have you ever been with a Greek chick? You'd know. <laughs> I don't think you know. <laughs> yeah, have you so been fucking out of left field? Yeah, have you been with a Greek chick? Like, is no, that... I'm just making a joke, man. Fuck you. He's been with Levantines. I should know. That's true. That was <laughs> that's a legitimate joke. <laughs> we've all been with Levantines. <laughs> we've all, uh, Senor. We've all been with Levantines. We've shared them. Thank, thank you, Pancho. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have to fucking read. Or not uh, Poncho, Sancho. Damn, San- I'm an idiot. Poncho. I know, I know. I'm Well, drunk. I'm going to need your degree back now. I My, my degree? <laughs> my political science degree? Yeah, you have to turn that in since you, you botched Sancho Ponce's name on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, the... Uh, Oh my god. The porn the actual porn parody for my big fat Greek wedding is called This Is Not Dot 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 My no, Big Fat Greek it's Wedding. It's him again. Dot dot dot. It's a triple X spoof. The studio? Uh White Ghetto. <laughs> That's oh, the wait, wait the what is the what was the director we talked about last time we went on this fucking whole tirade? What was oh, his name? Michael Stackpole. <laughs> from the famous World of Warcraft novel famed, Shadows of the Horde. Famed World of Warcraft writer Michael Stackpole. No, it's Axel Braun. That is a that's a pretty cool name. Wait, no, no, but it was who was the one who did the Brady Bunch one that we talked about on the podcast? 
Oh, Will Ryder, Will Ryder, Will Ryder. Yes, Ryder. it was. It were already back to Will Ryder. I honestly, already, I always. did not expect Will Ryder to have a My Big Fat Greek Wedding porn parody. Granted, the fact that it's the lazy fucking bullshit XXX, not My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Go fuck yourself, bud. I'm it sorry. It pleases me. I don't Listen, know he you. does everything, all right? He does everything from not it's Bill Cosby. one sense of joy. XXX, put in my <laughs> dick where it don't belong, which is an actual movie directed. It's uh, the one fucking sense of joy in life, the fact that we can call something, like we can make porn parodies of something. I swear to fucking God. Robert's running out of sources of joy, and I can tell. Yeah. I'm, I am stretched <laughs> fucking thin. I've got cheeseburgers, <laughs> beer sometimes. <laughs> you're stretched thin and your 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 complaints are like, my only comforts are cheeseburgers and beers, baby. And, and porn <laughs> parodies. Let's go to the coyotes this year. Let's Let's go. I'm a red-blooded American man. My only joys are cheeseburgers, porn parodies, and and that that motherfucker Steven Sondheim. (laughs) Who the fuck are you talking about? Steven Sondheim. He was the he was the guy who made a lot of old Broadway shit, like you know Sunday in the Park. What is this? 50 yeah. year old homosexual prattling on about an R sign fuck channel. 15 year old, homo- I mean, I Timothy Chalamet in, in Call Me By Your Name. Fuck. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm listen, don't listen Steven, to you. Steven Sondheim just died. Like, he's, he's 2017 he's or something, right? Um, no, he died 2021, like yesterday. Oh, two years ago. He just died. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Rogers and. Hammerstein is the old like musical guys. They're like, we're going to the ballpark. Well, no, no. I mean, Stephen Sondheim <laughs> is Sunday in the park. Yeah, Malcolm, I, I have good news. I've just cast you in my vaudeville film. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the ballpark. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Can you do yeah. another read of the script here? Uh, just these three words. Yeah. I'm going words. to the ballpark, baby. Let's get some peanuts for you, sweet cheeks. His ad libbing is incredible. Put him in. <laughs> he's, he's our lead. Robert, how old were you when you thought college humor wasn't funny anymore? About 14. <laughs> That's about right. That's about yeah, right. I was going to say probably. No, it's not funny. It, no, 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 no. Okay, so there was the era of college humor where it was just like, you know, the, the, the Google responds to fucking, like, people's Google thing, which is n- entirely, like, funny for the first thing, but then they bled it fucking dry. And then they started doing some pretty funny sketches in, like, 2019 and 2020. And then they went defunct and then they did drop out. So like college humor for like the eight years that existed was only funny to people who didn't actually like appreciate comedy. I don't know. It's it's it's, I, it's a hard thing. Anyway, <laughs> dropout's pretty funny. I like I like most of the shit they're putting out right now. Let me make a, a quick pivot here, right? You with me? Yeah. Are you okay? Sure. I have a segment. You have okay. a segment? I want you boys to think of five things that you would put on your anti-bucket list. Something you'll never do again. Ooh. Never again. do again, specifically. Mm. Yes. Something you'll never do again. Need five. I never lose my virginity. <laughs> yeah, become wow. a semen retention wizard, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> my head will be 
three times the size it is now. That's you will true. see the vein pulsing like the fucking pilot of Star Trek. Like three people. I'm trying are to think of what the fuck truck. you're talking about. The pilot of Star Oh, you mean the fuck the cage? Yes. That's funny. That is funny. I am laughing. Uh, okay, so we're gonna need <laughs> we're gonna need five items. Five things that we'd never do again. Yeah, I'll start you off. All right. No, no, I think that's a really good. This is a really good segment. No, Go yeah, on. It's a great segment. No, no, I, it's genuinely a good segment, it is. Damn it! It genuinely is Harper. Go on, continue. Harper, you're up first. It's your segment. What's something you'd never do again? Something that I'm never gonna do again. I didn't think of this. <laughs> oh, great. All right. All right. Yeah, you know what? what? You I'll, didn't I'll... think of being involved in this prompt that you put on us? I was hoping to milk you guys while well, I went to the bathroom. Okay. Let me I start a... then. Let oh. me start then. Okay. I'd never dislocate my jaw at a monkey's concert again. What are you talking about? What do you mean you dislocated your jaw at a monkey's concert? How the fuck does that even happen? What are you really enjoying the show? What are you saying? Like what? So okay, what? We (laughs) know what who the monkeys are, right? That's not what we're asking. Yeah, I know. This is the buildup. I'm going to explain. (laughs) I'm going to explain. Like pop band that was like, was it Mickey Dolenz and Davy Jones? And exactly, half the fucking people in the band are dead now. And uh, it was the Mesa Art Center where, ironically, I live now, or around where I live now. Life is cyclical. It was life is cyclical, but uh, I was at the Mesa Art Center. My sister and uh, our friends, Pat and Autumn, I don't know if we have to mute that or not. I doubt they'd have an issue with it. Uh, We went to a actual monkeys concert. This is the surviving members of the monkey. And the only reason we really went is because it was the two members that were touring. And then the third one who was like estranged that hadn't died yet was also there. Anyway, so it was genuinely a great concert, but I uh, was having a jaw issues at this point in my life, and uh, I was suffering heavily from TMJ, and uh, I, at the end of the show, I was really tired. It was, it was kind of a late show for a fucking monkeys concert for, for, yeah, like Malcolm said, a pop band from the sixties and I yawned and my jaw popped out of place. Oh my God. This is not the first time my jaw's broken. It's not the first time that my jaw's popped out of place. And I'm sort of used to at this point, but this was before I could put it back in myself. Now I can do that, which is, you know, wonderful thing to be able to to do. And so... Great at parties. Great at parties. Great at parties. And so it ended the fact that uh, our friend Autumn, this was like a merch... uh, once in the lifetime kind of merch opportunity. I my jaw is fully out of place and I'm just sitting in the parking lot waiting to be driven to the emergency room while she gets a poncho. <laughs> That's a very Robert story, I have to say. Oh. Just you sitting inside in the car holding your jaw like in an incredible pain while someone's buying merchandise. Exactly. It's such a me story. But then I ended up going to the uh emergency room char- charming basically everyone there they gave me the drug that killed michael jackson 
and, and to put my jaw back in the place, it went out again. Congratulations on being stronger than Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Rob, Robert Delilah, stronger than Michael Jackson. No, but they killed, gave me the kill, jug that uh, killed Michael Jackson. They put it back into place. And when I woke up, like 13 people were in my room. And then I went home. I hadn't slept for like 14 hours. So that was that was something I'd never want to do again. He told that whole story just to brag about how many people showed up in his fucking yeah. hospital room. I'm a very charming man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Especially you amid the late night healthcare crap. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, hey, girl. I just want to say right now that I uh, that I, I like your beautiful blue eyes and no I, that legit happened Malcolm that's not I a joke well, I, I was hitting on the redheaded nurse that was there yeah yeah your set at St. John's Memorial Hospital was fire I'm told yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it was great I just wasn't conscious for it because they gave me the shit that killed Michael that's Jackson that's why it was the best performance you'll ever give <laughs> she was just like thank you bud uh, yeah she was like you know what I just don't want to uh, deal with this so I'm gonna just clonk him out and just like I'm gonna give him the hey girl did you, did you ever and then she didn't understand that the fucking I came on twice as hard yeah she was like any memory of it twice as yeah hard. I just picture you being like hey girl has anyone told you you have hair that would rival Pippi Longstocking? Told you you have hair. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? This is not as good of a story, but I will say this: I went go karting on Saturday as part of a bachelor party. I uh, and I will never go kart again. I am. Wow. I'm about six. I'm almost six six. Go karts are designed for small people, for normal size, physically people. people. Not for, and yeah, for context, Malcolm is not a small person. <laughs> He's just giving you the context. Said he was six. I just six. gave the context. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, well, yeah. Malcolm, how tall are you for the listener at home? Yeah, almost 200 centimeters for those who care about it a metric. But uh, yeah, so I go. So we go there for this bachelor party. First of all, I'm going to be honest. I was. I feel like I was thrown into the bachelor party kind of last minute. Oh no! At numbers. Um, oh, but- that, that is unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, granted, I am going to a bachelor party this summer where we're going to go go karting. <laughs> And here's the thing. I think it's nice. Like it's a fun, it's a fun activity, but like I haven't gone go-karting since I was a child. Like I was, I think the last time I go-karted, I may have been, was 12 years old. And at that point I was under six feet tall and like to come back so tall. And the thing that drove me nuts was I was like the first time around, I like, I'm in the go-kart. I'm like, fine, but it's, you know, it's tough. Like I, um, you know, I'm like having to really use like my body weight to like move around. And, you know, I'm slower than everyone else just because everyone else is like a normal sized or shorter. Whereas it's like it's like everyone's like six feet, you know, six feet and under. And it's just me. Uh, so they, they were like trying to like the uh, the standings were done by like best lap time. And like my best lap time was like 26 seconds. Their best lap time was like for the like the winner was 21 seconds. And like there was just like this pat on the back being like, hey, man, you know, that's a pretty good time. But I'm like, you don't need to condescend me right now to be like. 
Don't patronize me, go-kart man. Well, then one of the guys goes on this long rant. He's like, yeah, I was just watching the Grand Tour, and there was this like guy. He's like this big professional like rugby player. He was, he was like your size, and like he was like in the celebrity racing tournament, and like you know he was like the circuit, yeah, yeah. He was so big that like he was like finished like middle of the pack, but they like determined that like if he was just a little smaller and weighed a little less. You know that he would have been like top of the pack, man. Like he would have been top of the pack. And I'm like, why the fuck are you telling me this? Like, are you telling? Are you saying that I'm better than you? Are you, are you coming up with this convoluted thing? But so, that like I need to care about. Uh, so that so the first time around, I'm like, okay, I'm good. The second time around, I get in the go kart and I go, what the fuck? This go kart feels like it is much smaller. Like I thought, like because we they kept t- pulling us out so like other groups could race and then we'd go back into the go karts. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this go-kart like so much smaller? Like my dick is rubbing against the wheel. Like that's how like that's how small like the center, like the centerpiece, you're just like yeah. pressed against. Uh, yeah, I was like, if I'm gonna ride the if I'm gonna drive this go-kart around, like it's gonna be like a Hitachi on my dick, all right? Like I'm not like oh, I don't yeah, need this me. on me. Uh, I don't need this here. Well, and, you don't need it. Come in the middle of the race. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. you could say that you did finish first. Yeah, I guess. Mm, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Someone, someone came on this bachelor party. Um, but, and it uh, wasn't the groom. It wasn't the groom. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah, brother. So like, I go, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I'm like, hey, I don't know if I should like ride this. Like, I feel like something's off. And then they go, oh, I'm sorry. This is the cart with the booster seat on it. I'm like, why did you assign me the booster seat car? <laughs> Do you assign the guy who's like 250 pounds the booster it's a serious apology sir we just we just all thought it'd be really funny yeah and i'm just like okay so like and then i'm like luckily i get out and go into a different car do the race it's fine come back and then i'm in another car the last car because we did three races and i'm like again i'm like what the fuck's going on this card is also like having a similar problem except everything is like a little closer like it's like the pedals are a little closer the wheels a little closer like i'm sitting there i'm like am i losing my goddamn mind like are we like supposed to be in like the fast more efficient go-karts like what's going on and then i like wave the guy over and i'm like uh hey guy like i i can i can't really fit in this car like my knees are riding again my cro- i look like i'm gonna i'm humping the fucking wheel um and i go i go to the guy i'm like hey so like i can't even get the seatbelt i'm like and it's all twisted and stuff and i'm like i don't know what the hell to do and they're initially like yeah so you could just like ride the go-kart like you, you don't have to like strap in like as long as the shoulder pads are on or like the shoulder straps are like over your shoulders <laughs> and i'm like i don't know so yeah it fits in you can like buckle in yeah no, no like i couldn't buckle in because i was again in a small ass go-kart like smaller than all the other ones like once i got out of the booster seat and stuff buckled no problem i had to tighten this one i'm like what the fuck is this and then the, and this other guy comes over and he goes oh you're in like the uh, go-kart for small people and i look at yeah, him yeah, like yeah. why did you assign me the small person go-kart for the second time like what was it that you're like you like you guys are just looking- so before it was the booster seat now you just got the one for small people they're just being cruel at this point yeah i was like, yeah i was like i'm being fucked with pretty hard and then yeah so they i forced them to go changed me out to a, a regular go-kart, which they did begrudgingly. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I made the guy, like, they, like, moved it, and then the guy had to, like, move oh, the, like, really walk a go this go-kart that they tried to assign me down so that I could, like, get out. And then I did the race, and it was fine. Uh, but, like, going back there, I was like, I don't think 
I don't think go karting's in my future. Like I think that, uh, <laughs> you're not going to take a professional interest. Well, we have to put you up to NASCAR now. You're a big boy. I mean, that's the thing. Like I'm like NASCAR. Let's do it. You know, get some nice cars on a nice track. I'm I'm game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, Harper, what is your one thing that you would never want to do again? Um, yeah, if I had to pick one, just of an experience that I've considered to be unpleasant for like my entire life from this point it happened i would say break up a dog fight Ooh, uh, I, I i'm not gonna do that again i don't think do you, did you hear what happened to uh sasha cut her name uh miss yeah she got attacked by a fucking pit bull better bitter face pretty good if i remember right yeah her nose got that got cut pretty cleanly i saw her uh, last year she's doing quite better but oh, uh yeah she broke up a dog fight and it, it split her nose yeah, for, for those listening, I don't know if I have to tell you this or not. Maybe I do. If you see two dogs fighting, call somebody. Don't fucking get between them because they'll fucking try to kill you. Yeah, your best bet is a broom or like if you can manage it like a fucking like paddle, like yeah. a boat paddle. Fellas, I know that you think that once you go berserker mode, it's over for these motherfuckers. But... Uh, <laughs> Dogs are not that guy, you know. The, they they're not gonna fucking back down because, <laughs> because you're stronger than them. They don't. They genuinely don't care, and they're hiding their strength most of the time. They're, they're cutting I'm little. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just really got most me. Men believe that once, most men believe they have a, a hidden strength. A setting that they're not normally operating on that they can use to win any fight. Yeah, yeah. They flip a switch and all of a sudden they're like Nine Tails Naruto mode. Yeah, these moves <laughs> don't stand a chance once I once I hit maximum overdrive. Once I once I activate my Sharing gun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I don't think I would try to break up another dog fight no they're they're fucking bad they're genuinely bad like don't if you can help it full-size broom don't fucking break up a dog fight because shit will go down no fuck call animal control like yeah, no, it's not worth it. You know, let let dogs be dogs. Like, you know, if you if that's if your dog, <laughs> let dogs kill each other. It's whatever. That's about yeah. Like, listen, I, when they're I was just dogs. Yeah, they're just dogs. All right, you know they'll you know. When they, was the last time you owned a dog, Malcolm? Um, listen, I don't believe you can own a dog. I believe a dog chooses you, <laughs> and then yeah, you're the and then you're forced to take care of it. Or else you feel a moral obligation to, uh, you know, to take care of it. I, I, I haven't had a dog in my life on a personal level since like high school. Well, one of my old stepdads, he had a dog named Slickers, who is a white lab that I really. Slickers. That is the interesting name for a dog. Yeah. Slickers, like uh, the movie City Slickers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I bonded with that dog pretty well. Uh, pretty nice. And. So, but I haven't had a dog since I, I keep like, there's times like, especially in the pandemic where I was like, maybe I should go get a dog, but I don't know. Just, uh, my, I'm not sure my, about that one. My life, my lifestyle doesn't, uh, I, I can't like justify. Yeah. It's, it's not, not conducive to dog ownership. I don't yeah. think. I, I kind of said it myself that like, if I'm in like a serious long-term relationship like with someone like i think i could see myself marrying if she is the one and then she was like let's go get a dog together then 
maybe that's when I really consider it. But as long as I'm like single and I travel and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I wouldn't probably own a dog until I have kids is, is my own person thing. Like I have dogs that aren't exactly my dogs, like my parents' dogs and my brother's dogs of my sister's dogs, but none of them are really my dogs. And I probably wouldn't actively seek getting out dogs until like, yeah, I'm, I have a kid and I'm able to like teach them like, okay, we have to teach living things well, I guess yeah. is, is one, one sort of interpretation. Yeah. I, my, my thing is I'm going to get a dog untrained with my little kid. And if the dog attacks the little kid, I'm going to tell the little kid, you got to learn how to, uh, Gotta learn how to defend yourself. All right. You're gonna like old yeller your fucking dog and your kid. I'm sorry, old yeller. I mean, if the dog wins, then I, the dog's staying staying around. Like you know, I'm gonna, right. like, like I said, dog. You know, dogs. Will, you gotta let dogs be dogs, right? So um, I'm sorry. We we're gonna have to cancel this podcast episode because Malcolm's a goddamn psychopath. What are you talking about? He's making a perfectly cogent point. <laughs> Yeah, the so. dog's just, just, just you know, keeping its territory. The kid can go fuck itself. I say, let the toddlers die. <laughs> let the toddlers die. It's none of my business. What's number two? I, we have only talked about one. What about a second? We can't go into all fives because then we no, get no. some scar and goddamn shit. No, I, I, I think we'll switch it to uh, top three. I think Harper is a little earlier. I got blackout drunk. I woke up the next morning. I had waffles. I was good. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad everything. So it sounds out like you're living a pretty charmed life. If that's how you're I like, am charmed on the CW. <laughs> uh, I think Malcolm, what is what was your second most thing you'd never want to happen to you again? I would say uh, a thing that I <laughs> wish I didn't do uh, is that I. <laughs> Oh man, this is actually kind of hard. I'm like thinking about it now. So, wait, wait. So you're 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 discounting sepsis, no, a fucking it, it, a disease that kills people. I'm trying to tell you guys, a, an anti-bucket list isn't experiences you don't want want to relive. It's things you willingly did that you never want to do again. Yeah, like, that's that's well, kind of okay. Well, I'm, then I don't think you explained that really well. But we'll it should have been implicit. <laughs> Okay, I would never date that girl again who cheated on me. Cheers. <laughs> Good. Shalom. Um, um, you know what I what I would say is I don't ever want to do another corporate comedy gig again on a boat. Oh, uh, I can, I can. Yeah, that is that is rough. <laughs> that is was the the one of the worst gigs I've ever done. I've done a, I, you know, I've done a fair bit of like corporate like gig work um that's how i supported myself for a, a few years and like but this one was particularly terrible because the thing is was it the jericho cruise it no it wasn't a jericho cruise it was like <laughs> which yeah uh ironically enough you could it could it could have been a jericho cruise because there's jericho beach in vancouver <laughs> could you um, imagine having to okay go ahead sorry <laughs> but no but it was just like it was for a small company and they had a rented a party like boat and uh, around Christmas time. And they had, uh, I guess I had recruited this, this like um, one of a friend of mine. Uh, and they were like, Hey, could you put together like a, like a, a group to do comedy? And we did like some stand up and did uh, improv. 
And like the thing is, is the boat wasn't that big. It was rough, like choppy waters. And the group itself did not seem like, except for the boss and his wife, everyone else like seemed like they wanted to kill themselves. Like they were like, <laughs> I do not want to be here. No. It's because it's like, you, do you really want to be on a, a boat in the like, on like the water and like, like December 23rd or not. 23rd, yeah. Like I, I remember 23rd. you describing this to me the first time and I, it sounded miserable. <laughs> yeah. And like, the thing was, is we're doing these, you know, we're doing this, 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 like the stand up, and it's bombing. And like, we're doing the improv, the improv's doing a little better. We're doing these things like improv. There's like this game called like, like basically like day in the life, which is like a short form improv game where you like get an audience member and like you, recreate a day in their life it's as hacky as it sounds and, uh, <laughs> yes and, like it's and it's one of those things where we were doing that and i was like the only thing that worked and like the thing was is like every they would we would do that like a, a short set for like 15 minutes and then they would break to then uh to like go eat dinner and stuff but they, the problem was the boat wasn't big enough that like we could hide as performers like we would just had to like Sit there. So yeah, you you show. couldn't separate yourself. Yeah, you were just was, like there. <laughs> yeah, we would just be sitting in the corner, or like you know, they offered us food, so we like take the food. But you know, we have to wait for the the company to go eat their food. And again, you're kind of standing there. The boats are rocking, and it's like choppy wise. It's dark. It's it's cold. Like that's the thing. It's cold on a boat. Like and like and you're having to do the show, and like the audio system didn't work, and it was just like miserable like i like <laughs> do not recommend it and you know what i'll be honest i had to do uh corporate work for a place called uh ronald mcdonald house which is for uh sick and dying children that's uh, right know, Malcolm, that's maybe right, yeah maybe consider and, carefully and i would rather I would, carefully as you can i would yes. much rather 10 out of 10 times I'm going to Ronald McDonald House. I'm oh, going okay. to do the. We're going to perform for fucking like destitute, fucking on the cusp children versus like corporate assholes on a boat. Yeah, I, I can't blame him. You know, I, you know what? In hindsight, knowing what I know now, probably not something I would know like two or three years ago. Yeah, I'd say that's probably you accurate. know. And like the thing is, is like the other thing is like the children. They like that you're there. And like, you know, and like, actually, one of the times, one of my favorite times I did it was that we didn't actually end up doing the show. The kids just all wanted to play hide and seek. So, like, we just like did hide and seek for like two hours. And there's something very fun. That is, that is really sweet. Yeah. Fun like and nice when you've got like a kid who's got chemo and like has no hair and they're like running around and just being a kid um, as you're doing like voices and stuff. Like, that's much better than doing this sh like show for like bitter these like bitter like corporate then, people. then patrick bateman lights yeah patrick bateman would laugh to look normal no they wouldn't like he wouldn't have done the show on the boat <laughs> he, well, he might have been there i'm not saying he'd done the show yeah, return some video he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't have been there he wouldn't actually there was a guy there who you know had patrick bateman vibes uh who <laughs> okay, show. come on guy but yeah, no, but it was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, like it's, you know what it was, that company, I get the sense it was like not a biggest company, but it was like a small, I think it was like a small like construction company or like, like something to do with construction, maybe piping or whatever. And it was just like, just like small or like big enough where there was like clearly like tension within the company, but small enough that like people like always had to work with each other, if you know what I mean.
Hmm. Like it was just one of the like you could sense that things were going on behind the scenes of this company that like they didn't they like just were unresolved. So yeah, that's my story for that. Okay, well, Harper, what is the, your second thing that you'd never want to do? I will never smoke spice again. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I can agree with that one. Let me tell you something. If you live in the West Coast, okay, southwest of Arizona to the East Valley, there's a good chance that you were sold a bill of goods and smoked spice instead of weed or safe weed so you could get out of drug testing. Uh, Spice is an insidious little uh, compound sprayed on smokable herb. It's not a very fun high. It's chemically altered me forever. Uh, I felt as though I was turning to stone and that I had to shake myself. To, to stop myself from turning to stone. I had no sensory capability, which means I would pat my dog and feel nothing, no feedback or anything. I was convinced that the friend who brought me the spice was Satan in, in human form. <laughs> and I couldn't bear to look at him lest my sanity be blasted on account of being on spice. So <laughs> what I thought was completely normal at this point was to go play a game of StarCraft II didn't work out so great for me because staring at the screen gave me nausea and a blinding headache so while my friend was over i put on my pajamas came out into the room my family was hanging out in and loudly announced i'm going to bed now good night which i don't (laughs) normally do (laughs) and god bless me i tried to sleep but i was turning to stone so i couldn't it was all i could do to try to prevent myself from dying and remember to breathe but everything in my room had lost definition when I finally decided to conk out, apparently. I woke up and felt as though I was not the same person. My reality had shifted, and I'm not entirely convinced that isn't the case today. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Wow. No, I mean, yeah, Spice was, I don't know how many people, how many of our listeners sort of like grew up around like Spice being a thing. Like post like or pre weed legalization and post like pro post some some pretty harsh crackdowns in the area. I don't know what spice is. Spice is it was at the I mean at the time it was legal weed. It was yeah. I'm sorry. There there's some context, dude. Yeah, right? yeah. Harper, you want to assist me on some context for what Absolutely. spice is? Yeah, artificial weed. Marijuana was not always legal in Arizona, as you may know. And in fact, it was illegal in every state for the most part of our existence as uh, young adults. There was an increasing anti-marijuana sentiment in government, specifically in Republican governments like Arizona used to be a red state. Now it's a blue state. Thank God. But It's uh, a purple state more than not. But you'll, yeah, you'll I see, get you. See. But anyway, so there were organizations that the government set up like TASK Task which would test nonviolent drug offenders for repeat substance abuse like marijuana or uh, cocaine if they were caught with possession, right? And in order to get out of testing for those or to get a job, testing uh, was required. And if you piss dirty for marijuana, they wouldn't give you the job. I think that's still the case in multiple places. Yeah, that that is most of the case. Even though it's legal. Even Uh, like like cross-state, that's very much uh, a thing still. So... All kinds of alternatives started getting sold in smoke shops like Kratom. And <laughs> <laughs> people smoke Kratom. Would you believe that? 
and uh, Spice. It was very casual, yeah. Spice is uh, kind of an interesting thing because there were legal spices being sold where it's just like potpourri sprayed with a chemical that was supposed to mimic the high of marijuana. And then there was illegal spice, which was just like research chemicals that you were to smoke, which is what yeah, I got. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine copped it from someone at a rave and brought it to my house. And uh, I had another friend who smoked that same spice who called me a little bit after this and was just like, yeah, that shit's pretty good, huh? I decided to go for a walk, and it turns out that I walked for like six hours without realizing it. By the time I realized where I was, I was approximately 30 miles from my home. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I worked at a restaurant where like the, the one of the, the waitresses would smoke spice, spice in the bathroom, and then she would like disappear her for her shift. <laughs> it, was, it was not great, and she's a mom of three now. <laughs> wow, you know what? Damn, good for her. Yeah, so no, genuinely good for her because she got over it. Everyone in Arizona, at one point or another, if they smoke marijuana, they will have a spice story and they'll tell you how awful it is, especially people that are our age. But some of them will tell you that they keep smoking it anyway, and uh, that was because they had to piss clean for work. Or yeah, I mean, it is amazing what people from Arizona will do to piss clean. Like, um, not so much nowadays, but yeah, I mean, then again, we do have a really high amount of like federal employees and they still have to piss clean. So that's why task is still here. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's spice and I'll never do it again. No, no, definitely not. Good. That's good. (laughs) Malcolm's just like, wow, the horror of living in America. (laughs) (laughs) I know here specifically, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. I don't think it's 100% specific to Arizona, but I think it was endemic in Arizona. I'm sure if anyone wants to chime in and say whether or not like Arkansas had something like that, they can they can hop on. But yeah, it was is definitely a thing. Oh, God, what is it? What is a good third thing that that I never want to do again? Something I actively have done on Fuck. purpose. On purpose, I, I that that's the thing that like mo- my my first two were kind of on purpose. I didn't try to dislocate my jaw, and I didn't try to get cheated on. Mm. What is something? It'd be very funny if uh, if you did try. You're like, Dave, I just need you to cheat on me. Just for I, I just, need just for you content. Fuck. Then you know, I would be like an actual cuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I'm just trying because I need it for content um i need it for content for the podcast (laughs) the podcast maybe for stand up like i just need it maybe for any stories that i work on my little stories oh fuck i guess i would never go to university again oh i i I know this sounds kind of callous but i mean i went to arizona state university i mean my college journey was like a hard fought thing because i went to high school with the idea that i was never going to go to college because it was like my parents got really broke uh with like the 2008 financial crisis i got really depressed i sort of like internalize the idea that I was never going to go to college scholarship or not, no matter how smart I was or how well I did in class. And then, I mean, I had a whole thing where uh, I was just extremely depressed working construction 
and then working like uh, back house uh, in restaurants. And then I combined those two construction and working back at the house restaurants uh, while going to class, uh, deciding, hey, I might as well get a degree. And then I eventually went to Arizona State University with uh, one of those, you know, one of the programs that you'd kind of transition perfectly from a community college to it. And then I graduated right when the pandemic happened and I haven't been able to do anything with my degree since then. And I, thanks to uh, the Biden administration, well, not necessarily thanks to the Biden administration, but thanks to the Supreme Court, uh, I owe a lot of, not a huge, huge amount of money, but I owe money to the federal government and it fucking sucks. And I haven't been able to use my degree. Like, I guess, like, context-wise with people, listeners, I had two uh, internships lined up after uh, my senior year of college, is which is was ending in May 2020 when the, the pandemic first started. And I uh, both of those fell through during the pandemic. And then I went and got, got a job uh, working insurance. Uh, the only one of the few jobs I could get. And then they had a hiring freeze during the pandemic, the first bit of the pandemic. And I lost everything. And then I went to live with my parents for a while. And that was what it was. It was like, yeah, I don't think uh, to sort of sum it up for the very depressing tangent that is then. I don't think I'd go to university again. That was a quick turn. <laughs> kick. But on. Yeah, we're gonna need to put some effects on that. There's the good. There's gonna be need some levity in here, but you know, Harper's the one who came at us with this depressing fucking tension. This isn't depressing. You made it depressing. Yeah, because it's things I never want to do again. It's not gonna be happy. This is well. You could have been happy. Like I told a story about not go karting again, and then you're like, <laughs> I don't want to be cheated on. I don't want to. Oh, so you getting mad at me for being uh, honest? I don't want to dislocate my jaw. I don't want to face the existential dread of having to find a job in a market that doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. thank you for bringing it home. Well, Malcolm. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of a, you know, I mean, I can always listen. I can always beat Robert with depressing stories. Like, I want to can you really? You know what? I, for me personally, and this is like something I, um, is that I don't want to drink vodka again. I really vodka for me is the only alcohol in which I can guarantee to black out. That's actually my third as well, not drinking gin. No, no, you're gonna have to get another third, but go on now. No way, <laughs> but, way uh, cooler. But yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was at this party. It was like um for a university. It was like this university party. I got obliterated. Uh, drink a lot of vodka stuff. Like my, I think there was people at the party who had brought like they were doing things like you know like leaving Skittles in vodka and then like letting yeah. them like you know like that kind of shit. Uh, you know there was like people were getting iced. This was the this was the era when like icing people was like, hey man, like uh, look down at your feet. Oh, there's a fucking ice. You got to drink it now, buddy. Like I sincerely doubt you were in college at 2010. Was it just like catching on later in Canada? No, it was not 2010. It was. That was when Tosh oh. was a show. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean I, yeah. This would have been this would have been 2012, like 2013. Um, was that your freshman year of college up there? No, that wasn't. That was I mean, Harper. I graduated in 2012. Harper would have graduated in 2011. Other way around, boss. No. You're older than me, Robert, and you were a year ahead. Yeah, of me. so I would have graduated. No, no, 2013. Fuck. I'm an idiot. I'm a goddamn drunk yeah. idiot. So, so also, uh, yeah. I was class of 2012. You would have graduated in 2011. No, no, I was 2012. Anyway, go on. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it was so. Basically, um, I remember it was one of those parties. I mean, also in Canada, things are a little delayed. So, like, you know, if, if it was popular in, you know, the U.S. of 2010, plus, you know, like LMFAO is really hitting their stride in 2012. Party rock! And, and party <laughs> rock. Which, by the way, reminds me of a guy who uh, I knew who was, like, my valedictorian. He was at uh, University of B.C., and he was running for like one of the student like government positions, and then he lost to uh, the fake candidate Party Rock. But that Party Rock was submitted. Uh, of course, he did. Oh, fucking course. Yeah. So yeah, and then basically after that, um, the hangover was so bad that my grandmother called me because like she needed something from me, and I was like, I, I think I. I think I fucked up. I told my grandmother I fucked up. She's like, well, honey, what did you do? And I just go, I, this is the word. I've never been this sick in my life. I think I need to go to the hospital. And she's like, were you drinking? And I go, yes. And she's like, what did you drink? And I said, like, I had these vodka drinks. And she goes, oh, you know, like, she's like, have some Gatorade. And then but she was like, also like, you shouldn't drink those drinks again. And yeah, since then, like, I'll have incidental vodka, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't drink vodka. I can't okay. like even the smell. Like really, the the taste of vodka. Like I just. Can't. I mean, it doesn't have a taste. <laughs> That's the thing. I disagree with you. I think you can. You can. It's def- a very distinct taste. Well, agree to disagree, Harper. Number three, and then we'll, let's see. We'll see ourselves out. Let's finish this off here, right? I'll tell you one thing: I'll never do again. I'll never uh, mix colored liquor in my life with uh, clear liquor. You shouldn't drink multiple colors of liquor is what I'm saying. Uh, this is the only time it's ever happened. Uh, you don't know me. And... <laughs> I know you best of like anybody. <laughs> right, well, thank you for joining me on this thought experiment. I'll have you know that it was uh, a very enlightening experience. Because I was oh. going to take Malcolm go-karting, and Robert, I was going to wait and try to steal a girlfriend away from you. But now I know you don't like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Buy Malcolm yeah. vodka shots, and then, you know, yeah. have a whole I'll, thing. Yeah, you buy me vodka shots, and then I'll I'll make sure your girlfriend cheats on you. Yeah, I was going to buy Robert some university. <laughs> and, then I'll, and then at the end of the day, I'll induce uh, Harford to vomit on some dogs. We all love it. Wonderful. Well, I uh, we have some autofill responses, uh, newfound autofill responses that we can uh, talk about for our uh, form that, oh. you, that our listeners can find on Twitter. And so, I would very much uh, like to go through those before we get to the end of this. If you guys are all right, let's just do one. We'll save them for like one per episode. Okay. Well, we yeah yeah. I was I wasn't going to do more than one, but. Uh, so we have one 
here from someone who would like to be addressed as Gelden von Strusgard. Okay. What's the song that they recommended? They uh, recommend uh, A Different Age by the band Current Joys. Okay. Don't know that band. Uh, don't, I don't know which one is the, the song name and which one is the band name. I think I think it's Current Joys is the uh, band. Well, a different age is the song. You'll find it with the Google. I'm not 100% sure. I only say that because they said Current Joys and then a different age. But I, like I said, it could be either or. But their question. Yeah, the song is a, is a different age by Current Joys. Okay. See, I was right. <laughs> I didn't say you were wrong. I'll get to the fucking question. Uh, I'm literally going to say it. Fuck off. <laughs> Their question is, is who do you think is the best comedian in parentheses, stand up or otherwise working today? Ooh, Harper. Ralphie May on YouTube shorts. Oh, RIP Ralphie May. Are we going all time with like, including dead comedians? He's technically still working on YouTube shorts. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> Ralphie May. I don't know who Ralphie May is. He's a Ralphie. fat son of a bitch. That's entire. That's his entire identity. I'm guessing he's dead. Yes, yeah. he died five years ago, and he's the best comedian working today. Yeah. <laughs> he lost the cat fan on the first season of uh, Last Comic Standing. Wow, oh, Harper, no I there. love you. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll say this. I've got two answers. Um, I, oh, yeah. I love the juxtaposition between you and Harper. Harper chooses a comedian who's been dead for five years, and Malcolm can't choose. Well, no, because I, I have like a best uh, working male comedian and best working female comedian. He listens to female comics well. Okay, between the two of them, who's the better one? Um, I think right now it's kind of tied. That's why I'm going to say mm, both. Yeah. yeah. Feminists get at this guy. <laughs> so my favorite uh, male comedian right now, I think it, who I saw like live a few months ago, uh, he's, I think he's, he's like a nice like up and comer. I really like uh, Gianmarco Ceresi. Yeah, Gianmarco Ceresi. He's pretty good. He's a New York comic. He, he's been kind of blowing up recently on like social media and stuff. I saw him live in February, thought he was so funny. His, his, his stand-up is so quick. It's like kind of what I aspire to. Like I like, like the high energy, a lot of movement. I, I also really like Tom Segura, but I'm going to be completely honest. I watched this new special. I think it's a little overhyped. It's not good. You know, and I think, <laughs> I think he's suffering from uh, almost his success. Like he's the comedian where like, I think his previous like special ball hog was better uh, because like this special had a lot of applause breaks and a lot of like him making a reference and getting like overly rewarded for it, like from the, his podcast and stuff. And the best uh, female comedian right now working uh, to a, a shout out to a Canadian, uh, Steph Tolov. Steph Tolov is so fucking funny. I also saw her live. I've seen her live a few times. Like she, I've seen her live like, like the last few years, but her stuff is like really popping now. Uh, she was just on um, friend. I think it's like friends who kill. It's like a Netflix special of, of standups that Bill Burr um, curated, but she's like, watch her stuff. It's so good. Like she's going to be, uh, she's like a superstar in the, like in the making, like she's going to be selling out theaters in the next like year or two. 
because she's that funny. Um, and I just, again, she's also very like high energy, like big presence comedian. And I, I think I really like, that's what Maybe I like. You appreciate that. Words. Yeah. Cause that's kind of my style of comedy when I'm performing live. What about you, uh, Robert? I see that is, this is a more complicated answer because like, if you think about like the big stand-up comedians, I'm not saying the, the good, good stand-up comedians, but if you want to say the like the big stand-up comedians, they really haven't changed since like 2010. I want to say the, 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 the comedians who are like front and center getting booked as best. It's still Bill Burr. It's still fucking Jim Gaffigan. It's still Tom Segura. See, I disagree. I, Tom Segura was not a, it was like a nobody 10 years ago. No, I don't think that's true. I'm, I'm not saying that you're, you're hundred percent wrong. His, I'm, well, so, his, his like standups, his first Netflix standup special didn't even show up until like 2014. I'm talking about people who are getting booked. Like weekend shows booked going from state to state to state. Tom Segura was huge in 2010 outside of like the Netflix fucking Netflix presents. Or yeah, presents. He was, yeah, I guess he was a headliner, but they, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to push back on this. There's a lot of headliners right now who kind of live and work in obscurity. It's like there are other bigger names. Like, yeah, like, like other okay. ones kind of listed are like, I'm a big fan of like Anthony Jeselnik. I think he's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah. Also, another big headliner who gets a lot of goddamn shows. But if you got like some, uh, you know, some newer comics, like I don't know, I spotlighted two newer kind of comics on the rise. Like, who are those people? Well, that but that's not the question, is it? Who do you think the best comedians working? And I hate the fact that it's that it's true, but it is true in my own personal opinion, stand up or otherwise. I'd say like stand up wise is John Mulaney and not because I agree with him or the fact that he stole Olivia Munn from Harper. Yeah, you just want to fuck Olivia Munn. That's the only reason you said he was a good No, I, I don't give a shit about Olivia Munn. You give a shit about Olivia Munn, you bastard. You and then, like, best sketch comedian is Tim Robinson. And and I know that's, a, that's so kind of a normie fucking answer. It's not exciting. That's not a thing. But it, it, it is the truth. Well, I'm glad that you could share the truth. Well, I mean, we didn't ask like what our favorite sketch comedians were because that's no. A- we asked what stand-up. our favorite comedians, stand up or otherwise, are. Active. You, if you don't want to listen to the fucking question, Malcolm, you oh, can I, I got, I, I got, because uh, I would, yeah, I would have added Tim Robinson there. Tim Robinson probably trumps the two standups I just said. No, yeah, Tim Robinson is 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 incredible right now, and and it's actually it's almost surprising. To, to sort of see how much people love him, I guess, is is, is my own perspective it's, it's on that. He, you know what it is? Because he's a man of mystery. He doesn't do interviews. He's not in other things. Like, it's like, I suspect he has had the opportunity to start, like, showing up and, like, acting work in, like, random movies. And oh, TV. yeah. I'm sure if he wanted to, he could have, like, Comedy Central uh, fucking well, no, the Tim Robinson show. <laughs> no, well, he did have that. He had the Troiters on Comedy Central. Well, that's not... Yes, I get it. Yeah, right, you know what, Robert, I'm going to change my answer. Yeah, what's That's your probably, what's your new answer? I'm sorry, comedian is your mother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. she made my favorite joke I ever seen. You. <sighs> okay. Well, are, do we have a way to end this podcast? That this very interesting 
depressing, painful podcast where Robert's far too drunk for anything of this. Well, we're out of time. We're going to shift to sports with the Bulldog. And for now, this has been the Fraser Crane Show. I'm Fraser Crane. <laughs> we're going to have some peanuts now. <laughs> my boy. Fraser, they took my coffee. <laughs> Is that supposed to be the Miles? <laughs> Fraser, they've taken my coffee. Don't worry, Niles. I, I, yeah, this podcast is changing its name from Seinfuck to Seinfuck. Frey, uh, Freyfuck. Yeah. Freyfuck, yes. Fuckture, I think. Fuckture. 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 Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out, guys. Well, anyway. Yeah, we'll come in with some scrambled eggs. Yeah, let's, let's let's toss that. Out. Hey, oh, I'll good. toss some salads myself. <laughs> you think so? Yes.